On this episode, we talk to Dylan Duchesne, technology partner manager from Gorgeous, the most downloaded customer support app in the Shopify app store. We identify the values of a customer support team and why they exist in the first place. Then we examine how layering in a support center like Gorgeous can help turn that support team from a reactive to a proactive revenue generating channel for your business. Dylan gives us so many stats to support the idea that the merchant of the future needs to own all of their support channels from social media to email to SMS, website chatbots, and more. Dylan also showcases five brands crushing it with their support channels and how you can leverage their successes and lessons to grow your brand. So let's hop in. So Dylan, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and about Gorgeous. Yes. So I am the Enterprise Technology Partnership Manager at Gorgeous. I've been here a little over a year, fast and furious. It's It's been incredible. Uh, based in good old Chicago, not ready for the winter to hit quite yet. So holding on to summer as long as I can. Um, but yeah, Gorgeous, Gorgeous is amazing. Gorgeous is an e-commerce help desk for those of y'all that, that don't know. So we service over you know 10,000 customers. We help you deliver insanely fast and personalized customer conversations and essentially just really make your customer experience experience and customer support a whole lot easier, save you some time and some money. So that's the gist of what Gorgeous is. Love it. So if no one guessed earlier, we are obviously diving into customer support, customer experience. Um, that's what Gorgeous does best. Uh, yes. Gorgeous is, if not our top, then our number two most requested and highest used integration at Recharge. So pumped to have you on here. Uh, without further ado, let's hop right in. So um, just give us kind of a little background. What is, I mean, maybe saying what is customer support is a little cheesy, but kind of define customer support for us. Why is it important? Why do e-com businesses use this? Let's just kind of set the stage before we hop in. Yeah, of course. I think it's like, it's, it's the most important thing for business to really focus on. And some stats that I pulled earlier, it's, you know, 90% of consumers say that an excellent customer experience or customer support is really the reason that they come back again and again to brands. Um, and 80% of consumers say they will take business elsewhere within a week of experiencing poor customer support. So that's a lot that, you know, that, that sets the stage right there. And I think there's three major points that we need to think about uh, regarding customer support and kind of who we are nowadays, but we live in this world of instant gratification, right? So response times are way too long. People want what they want and they they want it right away. We're very needy, I would say. Um, and, and buyers do prefer to self-serve, you know, but when the self-serve isn't suited to the question that they have, they really want to feel like uh, they're being taken care of and have that opportunity to actually have a conversation with brands um, and interact with a human, you know, not an endless loop voice system or a chatbot or whatever it may be. Um, and also we're all so aware that there's been a spread of channels over the last decade, right? So it used to be just like voice and email, but now there's SMS, there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's Twitter, like there's so much. So buyers want to engage with brands in all of these channels and they don't want to have to repeat themselves if they start the conversation, you know, in one channel and end it in the other channel. They want that same consistent experience. So this is a lot. This is a lot of expectation. So it's no wonder that some brands are suffering and why, you know, customer support and really prioritizing that customer support and that customer experience, I feel like is more important than ever. We talk a lot on this podcast about kind of unifying a customer experience. So whether it's an onboarding flow or an onboarding quiz or whatever it is, all the way through checkout, through post-purchase retention, there's all these things. But we talk about a ton how everything has to kind of fit your tone and voice. Everything has to be fluid. Customers are thrown off all the time when they start somewhere and they end somewhere else. So it has to be a very clean line. You're just saying the exact same thing for, for customer support. It's got to be consistent across the board. 
has to be consistent. And I would say that you need to have eyes on all of these channels. You need to be in as many different channels and marketplaces as possible for all these customers to reach out to you. And you don't want any important information slipping through the cracks. So, I mean, it's a lot, you know, and it also takes, I would say three to five purchases from, you know, the same brand to really create that loyalty. So you're kind of like on a test trial run, you know, it really does take most buyers a few purchases from the same store before they really dedicate uh, their loyalty to that brand. Like I know I do this, you know, once I purchase over three times, I'm definitely loyal to you forever. But once I'm loyal, I'm definitely going to expect kind of a lot, you know what I mean? So like everything that I mentioned above, it's like, I want that excellent, uh, exceptional customer experience. Um, and I really want brands to be able to have that omni-channel presence. You know what I mean? So what I tell our brands is like eight plus different channels for customers to reach you. That's, that's super crucial. Um, you need to respond fast, resolve inquiries fast, and, you know, automate at least 20% of support tickets, et cetera. So you get, it, there's a lot, you want to be everywhere all the time. We need a uh, Dylan customer support best practices guide. There's so many numbers and stats you've thrown out already. I love it. Yes, I know. I love it. <laughs> so, so I want to dig into to loyalty a little bit more. You said yeah. uh, three to five purchases kind of is what you guys classify as this like loyalty, you know, so, a loyal customer, someone who's, who's purchased three to five times. Does that come from just the data you've pulled? Does that come from e-commerce businesses? How did you stumble on that three to five number? Yeah, it's a, it's about both. We like analyzed over 10,000 tickets. We did a bunch of interviews and then just e-commerce in general. Um, so typically it fell between a three to five when we were interviewing people, uh, which makes sense, right? Like one or two times, like it's all right. And then I, you know, the third time you're like, okay, then I really like it. And then by that fifth time, obviously you have a very loyal customer and they're emotionally loyal to you. So you want to tap into that emotional loyalty. You want to make the experience personalized. Like you want to be rewarding them for being so loyal to your brand and coming back, you know, again and again. So so having that personalized touch is, is really more important than ever, because I feel like people can smell, you know, BS from a mile away. They want that really organic uh, relationship with their brands. And that's what I think creates that loyalty overall. I love that you bring that up. I've said for the longest time, like marketing is, is great. And you can usually manipulate people into buying things once or twice, maybe three times, right. but people can see through BS, like you just said. So there's, there's a very, very smart a uh, group of people who are buying nowadays. And if you're Absolutely. just putting out a bunch of random stuff, people are going to see through it. Yeah. And they want to see real people using the product too. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't want to see, you know, the day the influencers maybe, maybe are gone. You know what I mean? Like definitely like user generated content, real people using the product so that you can actually go and look on social media or whatever and be like, Oh my God. Okay. I, I trust this brand. I trust the consumers right. that are buying from this brand. So that's another lay of what creates that emotional loyalty. Right. Right. That's such a good point. So let's dig in a little bit deeper. Um, customer support is something that I personally maybe am a little naive to. I've never had a support role. I don't have to kind of deal with that day to day. Yeah. Um, so we've kind of covered some basics, but customer support to, to me, and I'm sure to a lot of other people seems like kind of a necessary evil in your business. It seems like something you need customer support, but you want to kind of automate that and get rid of that as much as possible. Right. I know Gorgeous's motto is turning customer support into a revenue channel. So yes. how how does that work? How how can you turn something kind of so boring and bland and turn that into an actual revenue generating channel? Totally. I mean, like that's literally, like you said, it's our motto, turn your help center into a profit center is what we preach day in and day out. And it is something that, you know, customer support is, it's not sexy, obviously, but we, we can make it sexy and we can take it to that next level and really turn your CS agents into sales representatives, which I think is really cool. So what I always tell people, I, you know, don't sleep on prioritizing your customer support. Yeah, it's not sexy. Yeah, it's like almost a necessity, but we can, we can take it up a notch, you know, and it's really another channel to, 
to drive business. And I think that's the great thing about Gorgeous. It's because we consolidate and bring in every single channel that customers are reaching out to you into the one easy customizable platform for your team to work out of. So if you pair that with some machine learning, uh, obviously some automation that's gonna help you know take care of some of those repetitive inquiries. Like um, e-commerce brands probably get a million, like where is my order? You know, questions a day. I'm so sure tons. That, tons and like i know i i send brands that question a ton too so it's like we can offload that work so in return this really allows cs teams to start putting more time into other important parts of the business and start thinking like sales reps so i think when you provide your team with the tools they need to kick ass on the customer support side it really makes them feel confident and you know they're not underwater because they might miss some important information or spend like hours looking for the dang order number that they can't find or whatever it may be so uh it's really important to have eyes on everything and, and not let that important information slip through the cracks and so i think when you really enable your team with the tool that consolidates everything and you make them feel confident uh it's going to help your brand feel more confident expanding into different channels you know different marketplaces and focus on uh the pre-sale side of things which is where it gets really exciting you know, and pre-sale does take up around 33% of inquiries usually. So that's, uh, that's where the fun begins when you, when you can offload some of that annoying work and then really focus on upselling your brand and, and telling your brand's story, which I think is really fun. 10 minutes in, you might've already been uh, the guest on hit subscribe with the most stats thrown out. So I want to keep that, that number rolling. But, <laughs> Thank um, you. I got him. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's exactly where I wanted to go next. So, so you said, um, offloading some questions and allowing your support reps to kind of think and act more like sales reps. Yes. Um, talk a little bit more about that. I don't have a specific question for you, but I'm really curious to hear how you can kind of turn those support reps and let them start thinking in a different way. Absolutely. So like once you start getting rid of that repetitive work, so like the, where is my order or, you know, um, you know, like why I have a question or something's damaged or whatever I mean. So we can automate that. We automate actually up to 30% of your support. We can use rules, macros to uh, create these templates essentially so that whenever a, you know, customer types in, hey, where's my order? It creates a ticket within Gorgeous. You're able to actually go straight into the template. And because of our deep Shopify integration and all of our incredible tech stack integrations, once you click on the template, it's actually plug and play. So it plugs in all of that customer information for you right away, the order number, the address, their name, all of this personalized information within two seconds. So that way, like I said, you're not wasting time, like, oh, going back and forth between different tabs. Where's this customer coming from? They used a different email than they did when they reached out on Instagram. I, I can't keep up with the, the life cycle of this customer journey, which is where I feel like a lot of brands are right now. You know, they're, they're getting lost because they're, they don't have eyes on everything. So once you offload some of that work, you have everything organized, you automate some of that, you know, repetitive inquiry, then you can start focusing on like, hmm, okay, maybe I want to set up a little pre-sale chat campaign. Maybe I'm going to actually have time to uh, engage with customers when they're on my website, ask, Hey, you, you need help with anything. I see you recently purchased this from our backend. Well, you know, what pairs well with, you know, this moisturizer you bought, it's our, it's our sunscreen and, and actually start proactively engaging customers to chat in with you. This is going to boost CBR. So like little tips and tricks like that, you're going to have more time to focus focus on, like I said, your brand's identity, and then really actually proactively helping the customers and moving them towards a purchase, which is super powerful. And I think that works really well on a website. Like you said, chatbots are kind of putting out offers saying, Hey, I see you bought this, maybe try this one. 
How does social media layer into that? Because I feel like we're moving more and more as a society, as, as a shopper ecosystem, more towards social media, being able to dynamically tag things on Instagram and Facebook posts. And now I'm seeing stuff on Twitter and everywhere. I'm sure I don't have a TikTok, but I have to imagine that's even uh, more of a double down for brands. A hundred percent. I mean, like trends that we're seeing just in general, I mean, it's social media and SMS through and through, like it's, it's a booming channel and we're really anticipating like massive growth in those channels, obviously, because everyone's on social, social media these days. You know, I know personally that I'm always checking out a brand's Instagram, you know, reading comments, seeing what's good before purchasing. So brands, uh, really need to hop on this trend and a hundred percent prioritize comments, uh, and DMS ideally leverage machine learning and rules to help you organize them um, essentially and like put them in, you know, buckets as like negative sentiment or, you know, positive sentiment, et cetera. And uh, to clarify, when I say rules here, if you don't know what a rule is, it's essentially uh, a reminder you set up that allows you to take action on tickets when something happens in gorgeous. So rules are, I would say, a great way to manage and automate your, your support volume as a whole. Um, so an example, like with Instagram. So if the messaging channel is Instagram comments, or it could be Facebook comments or Instagram DMs or whatever, and the sentiment of that message is positive or negative, then you want to tag that as a social lead opportunity for purchase. So social media is great because then you can use this as another opportunity to get your relevant offers out there, you know, show your brand's personality, drive people back to your website. Maybe someone's tagging their girlfriends. Oh my God, this is so cute. You need this. Like you're going to want to hop on that opportunity, you know, give them a little discount, make them happy, butter them up. So there's a huge opportunity by prioritizing your social media, your comments, DMs, um, and really making the customer feel special and again adding in that extra layer of personalization so the personalization cool. is so key it's so huge it's so it, it's such a nebulous topic that anytime it comes up everyone kind of glazes over you go oh, personalization yeah i get it make everything personal okay. but that's such an awesome example i do this all the time on instagram i'll either like you know tag my fiance or tag friends hey what do you yeah. think about this being able to kind of flip that script and instead of going oh i hope they purchase Reach yeah. out to them, shoot them a DM. Saw you commented on this thing. Here's 5% off. I see you're a new new person. You've never ordered anything before. Maybe here's 10% off. You know, these things pair well with each other. That's such an amazing idea. No, I know. And it's so good. And like once I know when I get a response back from a brand, I'm like, oh my God, like I feel special. Like <laughs> this is so exciting. So uh, something that we're really, really encouraging a lot of our brands to start utilizing. And the good thing about Gorgeous is we bring in all social media moderation. So we actually do pull in those Instagram comments, DMs, Facebook Messenger, Twitter, like TikTok is coming, WhatsApp, all that good stuff. So everything is truly lives within Gorgeous. So that way, when someone does comment, it creates a ticket and then you can hop on it quicker than ever. There's no reason to be siloed. Amazing. You brought up really quickly SMS. I want to double down on that. How yes. does Gorgeous kind of overlay with SMS? Because that's on, on the recharge side, that's where we're doubling down a lot. And that's where we're seeing a lot of growth. Yeah, SMS is huge. I think conversational commerce is huge. You know, two-way SMS really adds in again that layer of personalization. Um, an example that I have because we have this really great customer, they're called Olipop, and they are one of the best in the game at SMS. So they did a campaign and Princess Polly also does this great. And I'm sure a ton of brands do, but um, they did a campaign where they got product feedback and they launched a new flavor based on that data with like an early launch solely to their SMS list. So they sent like, I think 10,000 messages and generated around $64,000 in sales in the first 24 hours 
which is insane. But the caveat here, it's two-way communication. You know, that's, that's key. So their CS team responds to every single SMS response. They make it personalized. They make it fun. You know, they automate, you know, the, the messages where it makes sense. And then in return, this generates a lot of sales. So we always say, you know, integrate your text message marketing platform with your help desk. Um, and you can automatically forward all text messages to your customer service team. And this is really going to enable your representatives to quickly respond via text, um, which is huge. Uh, just another percentage in a stat for you that I'm going to throw out. We actually found that customers drive uh, 31% more spend from shoppers who receive replies to their text messaging inquiries compared to those who do not. So that's that's pretty big. So 31% more, because I'm sure the text goes out. And then if they can respond back and say, hey, what do you think about this? Or I have a question about this. 31% more likely to convert if you can actually send that response back to them. Absolutely. So if you send out, hey, you know, what are you thinking about this flavor? What are your thoughts? Hey, oh my God, grape is amazing flavor. Like I, I grew up with my childhood. Oh my God, that's so exciting. Grape soda is exactly what I grew up with in my childhood. The more that you interact and the more that it's conversational and the more that you respond and like I said, keep it personalized, the more they're going to be like, okay, yes, I'm actually going to buy this grape soda now because I'm so intrigued. And they put a lot of time and effort to ask my opinion. And now I really trust them. You brought up Princess Polly. I want to double down on that. I know that they do kind of like a VIP text treatment kind of thing. Talk a little bit about how this like exclusivity idea works really well for that as well. Yeah. So like SMS is great just for creating like loyalty, like really treating your VIP customers. So Princess Polly, they're like really good at all things. Excellent customer experience, I think. And they're really great at capturing their audience um, and their shoppers and really creating their loyal fans to the brand. Like they have diehard fans. So um, they use SMS as a way to give like text only special discounts. Uh, So they encourage, you know, their consumers to join their exclusive SMS club or, you know, early access to sales, um, really giving that VIP treatment, you know, asking for product feedback again, all of that. So while it's good, so they do that. And then they have all this granular customer information at their fingertips that lives within gorgeous. So it really allows them to make their CX super personalized by being able to see all that data. So they're great at doing that. I know a lot of other people utilize two way SMS in that way as well. Give me one other brand that you like while you're on a roll. Keep it going. What's, what's another really good one that does support well. I know I'm trying to think. Um, Okay, I'm gonna. I, I have two more because I want to. I want to highlight a mutual recharge customer as well. Let's but I do want to highlight. Um, I want to highlight Brewmate because they're one of our favorite brands at Gorgeous, and we use this example all the time. So they're excellent at driving revenue from support and really prior toward prioritizing uh, their support team as a whole. So they really set up their, their, their team for success. You know, they have the centralized solution, they respond fast, which is huge. And it saves a lot of time. So fast replies, I always say equal happy customers, which equal returning customers, which equal high LTV. So they actually drove $9 million in revenue from support by prioritizing their customer experience and improving their first response time from five hours to one minute and 30 seconds. $9 million just by responding faster. Like that's that's incredible. So they also do um, a lot of live chat campaigns to boost their CVR, which I mentioned earlier. So this uh, helps their team actively answer questions. Um, like they put the live chat on the product page. So that way people can chat in if they have a question about the product and they go, oh, you know, they can answer right back to the customer. Um, and like I said, really move that customer towards the purchase. So like the live chat and then the responding fast is, is what makes them a lot of money. So they're excellent at that. Um, okay, one more. 
You said nine million. We're not learning. This isn't thousand. This isn't ninety thousand. No, 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 no. nine, nine million. Nine million just from prioritizing customer experience. Time just, response, lowering that. Yes, and literally just like lowering the resolution time and the response time from five hours to one minute and thirty seconds. So like their team is so on top of it. Like the minute a ticket comes in, they're responding immediately. They have all the customer information. They have their templates in place, and it really allows them to work like a well oiled machine, but 9 million. I mean, that's just, that's a crazy number just from, just, just from customer support. So customer so support you, is really a revenue channel. Absolutely. Turning customer support into revenue. I love it. I know it's amazing. And I'm going to highlight one more brand because it's Ucora and we actually have a, a case study coming out with them soon. So I wanted to, oh, to yeah. that, but they're a beautiful, you know, recharge and gorgeous customer. And they're actually crushing their CX as well. Um, they're utilizing our integration by providing their customers with a super high touch and personalized integra- uh, interaction every single time someone chats in. So they offer customer discounts if they've been a customer for a long time. Uh, they utilize our snooze capability within Gorgeous to apply a discount code, um, which fires off, you know, let's say every two weeks after a customer purchase, which really allows them to take that proactive approach. Um, and like I said, move that, you know, customer towards another purchase and allows uh, another layer of that personalized touch point as well. So all s- doing similar things in their own way, but the, you know, really prioritizing their customer support and utilizing gorgeous as a whole. So absolutely. So, so again, we, we talk a ton on this podcast about customer experience. So everybody who's a consistent listener will hear all of these kind of same terms and understand like, oh, this is the same thing that I should be doing on my store just for customer support. It's the same yeah. kind of process over and over again. Make sure everything's consistent the whole way around. Totally. Absolutely. I think like once you have that experience, it just takes it to a whole new level. So it's great. So as we come into holidays, this always is an interesting question. I know that yeah. everybody has their holiday trends and, and things we want to look at. So Let's maybe nix holiday trends and let's look at like, what are some things early 23 that we think are going to kind of explode or get a little bigger? You know, maybe yeah. a year ago, TikTok was not even really a thing. And all of a sudden, everybody, every brand is on this thing. So I what's mean, something you see maybe like four to six months from now that you think is going to be a, a big deal? Yeah, I mean, definitely TikTok. I think we're currently working on an integration with TikTok to be able to pull in comments and TikTok DMs. I mean, that's huge. But again, I think it's just authenticity. I mean, when people on TikTok now, I know I watch TikTok, it's you're just seeing like real people in front of the camera, like, you know, giving these feedback on these products. So I think it's being authenticity, authentic to your to your brand and that personality level, I think leveling up with the the pre-sale chat is going to be really big. Um, And this is also ties into experience, but like we have, and this is great for any industry vertical, but I always say it's great for beauty brands too, but you know, they have uh, Credo Beauty, for example, they have their live chat set up and they call it chat with a beauty expert. See, I think that's, I think that's excellent. Like you have someone shopping, especially with like makeup, you can't see what color works good on your skin or like what's, you know, what's in it, all that good stuff. So chat with a beauty expert. Oh my God, what an experience. This is fantastic. I have someone that actually knows what they're talking about. That's going to help me. And then you're going to feel more confident making that purchase. So I think it's just, it's personalization and it's just setting up your team that way to really give that personalized experience. And I'll add SMS as well. Sounds like there's a lot in the works there that's going to kind of be be a real big game changer as Gorgeous yeah. and we keep working together. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we obviously email still predominant and you're still seeing those other channels that are predominant, but it's, it's keep an eye out for SMS, that conversational commerce, the social media, and then just giving all that personalization as you can. So a couple closing questions. You've been on fire this whole chat so far. Let's keep this going all the way through to the end here. Uh, Advice you give to a brand that is maybe just starting out, that's trying to kind of find their product market fit, that's just looking to start scaling. Yeah, I mean, 
you know what I'm going to say? I'm get a get a good help desk that helps you <laughs> that helps you consolidate everything. I think brands that are even just starting with their growth and they might not have that many tickets or inquiries. I think it is important to have a, you know a help desk or something that brings in those channels just so you get ahead of the curve. You know what I mean? Really start prioritizing that customer support. Make sure everything's in the right place, and then as you scale, then your customer support scales with you, and then it's not like you're you're feeling behind. Like oh my god, all of a sudden I just got this influx of of tickets and I. I can't keep up with this customer support. You're already ready to go. Everything's in place. Um, so I think that would be my, my big suggestion. Making sure brands aren't stressed with four uh, social media channels and email and chat bots and yeah. SMS and like, trying no to pull it together. There's no reason someone needs to be on the phone over here and shouting across the room over here to someone else that's managing email. Like, let's just keep it consolidated. Let's have eyes on everything. And it's really going to allow you to, to grow with your brand as that volume grows. So let's say this fictitious brand now has started to scale. They have their help desk solution locked down. They're good to go. They're using gorgeous. Let's say they're kind of plateaued a little bit around the 50, 60,000 subscriber mark. How do you take them over the top? How do you keep going to 100,000 subscribers? Yeah, I think it's just again, customer experience. It's, it's making it personalized. I know I sound like a, a totally broken record, but, uh, you know, consider it's consistent giving, though. <laughs> it's consistent. Thank you. You know, consider giving, uh, you know, discounts to your VIP customers, maybe do some marketing tactics, like, like the pre-sale chat, like start engaging with customers. So that way you do move them towards that purchase. Like it's little things, it's nothing big that I would suggest, but it's just prioritizing, you know, the customers that are already loyal to you. It's word of mouth. It's being on those eight plus different channels, be on the social media, um, and just start creating that loyalty. And then, you know, everything starts falling into place and hopefully we'll get you, get you through that hump. Final question for you. Let's learn a little bit more about Dylan. What do yeah. you subscribe to? So I, I hate to admit this. I don't subscribe to that much. Uh -oh. I, I know. And I totally should. <laughs> I uh, actually just started getting like this hair oil because I want to get some hair growth that I'm at Vegamore, who's a wonderful customer of ours. So I think I'm going to start subscribing to them. But the one thing that I do uh, subscribe to, it revolves around food and fresh produce. So we're, we're big foodies here in my house. So my boyfriend and I just uh, subscribe to a place called Tomato Mountain Farms. Highly recommend checking it out if you're in the Chicago area. Um, but basically every Saturday we get a box delivered. It's with fresh veggies. It lasts us the entire week. It's completely customizable and it's always like what, whatever's in season, which I love. So it saves us a lot of time and money so we don't have to keep uh, hitting up Whole Foods every day. So that's my that's my favorite subscription, but I'm, I'm on the lookout to start subscribing to more. I love it. Dylan, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. We'd like to thank Dylan once again for joining us. If you're interested in Gorgeous, you can head over to gorgeous.com.